0: Hey, everybody, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor. I'm doing a special podcast tonight. Uh, I got Joe the Lawyer and uh, Matt Jackson sending those insults.
1: Really? Uh, Really?
0: Yeah, really. uh, We just just completed our marathon game, and uh, it was one. I, I, I was jokingly calling it a marathon game, but it actually did. It's now almost midnight. We started at 1 and uh
2: No. Yeah. Last well, we started about 2:15, remember? Somebody couldn't make it. Oh, They're right. out sipping Starbucks. That's right. With their boss Starbucks. or something.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah he had an iced coffee emergency apparently. Yeah, and latte then, yeah.
2: motherfucker. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> we're doing a podcast right now. So. <laughs> Is your podcast
1: safe not safe for work?
0: Uh, hey, mine are always not safe. You've never. Yeah, I just want to, I to make sure that.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've never not sworn in a voicemail. i left them, so I think we're fairly okay. Yeah, we're good
1: <laughs> with that. I, I haven't really been on podcasts or listened to too many recently, so I did listen wow. to a certain somebody's the other day where they decided to invite the entire world to roast me. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, well, yeah, we need more. I've only got, I think I got five right now. So I need more yeah. to more so insults, cool. more, more. It just shows how popular I am. and wants to roast me. Yeah,
2: well, I I left the two parter. I pulled the Jackson on the Jackson roast, so that was pretty. Yeah, good, but James
0: Fonby, you know. he left the three parter.
2: I I know, I know. Yeah. It's double Jackson there, so yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> all right, guys. So
0: what well, we've we've been running, we've been running this campaign for a year now, almost to the day. I mean, it's pretty damn close.
2: Uh, four days shy of a year, yeah, exactly. So four days day shy of a year, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: been a good run, you got So, you guys, Joe, this is your second character,
2: yeah, right? my, yeah, yep, yep. My first so, guy bit it real quick at the beginning, right? Yep. Yeah, you had a maze. What was
1: the cause of that again?
2: Uh, he <laughs> dived into a window to get out of battle, and like, panic, like 400 bad guys are in there and just killed them. So yeah. <laughs> it's like out of the frying pan into the fire kind of thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, so you but you your Kojak, he was a sixth level dwarf in the end,
2: correct? Up. Yeah, he just got six at the end. So six at the yeah. level and then yeah, Matt, yeah.
0: you ended up with the seventh level halfling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I um uh, just made it at the end there. Probably the longest well, I was
0: a kind and of generous GM, so that's why you made it.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was actually going <laughs> to save those comments for later. But if you want to get into that now, we can.
3: <laughs>
1: bring it on, Jack. Let's
0: bring it on. Let's hear it. Bring it on. No, I,
1: I was just going to say, you know, um, I I think Tim sometimes likes to pretend that he's a really hard, evil, tough. And, and we play into it because we tell him about, oh, things are dangerous when we run away. And sometimes they are. But at the end of the day, he's really a softy. He doesn't yeah, really
2: yeah. Want to kill you. He doesn't want to, but then he puts the dandelion of death in our path, and you know and what he, I mean. So, he, he may not the, <laughs> want to. The it's there. <laughs> yeah,
1: he gives us the opportunity to right. kill ourselves. That's true. That's true. We don't have to. But then, right have. I do all my.
0: I, I do all the rolls out in the open, so it's not yeah. like I fudge my rolls. So, if you, like when you charged in in the last one, you had five hit points. You
1: know, if I were to roll a six, you know,
0: fundar would have been I was fun. going for a
1: dramatic death, yeah. I'll admit. I was going for it. I knew it was the yeah. end, and I was like, you know, if I'm gonna go out, you know. Oh, yeah. better burn out than fade away or whatever. So yeah, I was yeah. trying to
2: yeah, I was trying to go out with dramatic blaze of glory. I, I liked yeah. it. It was a good campaign. We started, we never really got too far from the hometown, right? I don't think until this oh. until this last session, we never went beyond what 12 miles from the goddamn village. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> you know, man,
3: I think you're pretty-
0: yeah, it's it was a it's a pretty dense campaign world just due to the uh, you know kind of the wildness of the area the the, yeah. the primeval you know mm. elements that kind of go into it.
2: Yeah, the lethality too. I mean, it just everywhere you go, there's something. It seemed like you know what I mean. It was yeah, densely dangerous. I guess you could say. Oh shit! Yeah.
1: Tonight, when we we found that we had to go the farthest we've ever th- gone before. We spent the majority of what, like the first half of the whole session of basically going around all the shit that we knew that was evil and would kill us. I mean, yeah, we, went, yeah. we went around Which the giant was... snake. We went around the <laughs> goblin yep. thing. We went around the yep. Northman ruins. We went around the temple. Yep. I mean, we actually spent yep. most of the evening avoiding shit. Yeah, yeah. That's probably right. the only yeah. way we
2: survived. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, even the first day nearly killed us. Just, just walking to mm-hmm. the first area, you know. Well,
1: you know, there was a little bit of GM fiatting going on with. He wasn't expecting us to recruit an army, and then when we were able to do that, then he conveniently came up with a plan and he <laughs> talked it away to screw us out of our army. You know. <laughs> it It really you know, was a little bit of GM bending the rules there and making the, sure the that... the beauty of that is I,
0: I I had that one encounter with the harpies already uh. planned. I just and then and I, you know I, I thought, oh, this will be kind of like a fairly simple because I was thinking about your guys as a saving throws. I was like, you know, I'll put through some harpies in here because that's you know they' they they've kind of got their own little nesting area over here. We'll expand them out. And um uh, I'm like, ah, oh, you know should be fairly simple for the guys and then when you started recruiting all these low level humans i'm like mm-hmm. they're fucked because <laughs> mm-hmm. as soon as that harpy song starts playing i'm like man they're, they're gonna lose most of their guys to that thing and they're gonna turn on them
2: so there's shit that's what happened <laughs> yeah yeah yep. i'm like, fighting each other
0: yeah, because instead, of, yeah, it was kind of interesting because when you guys brought those, I'm like, okay well, but the thing is, it was all based on I didn't know when it was going to happen. It's just one of those things where uh, the dice roll determined it happened earlier instead of later, which probably yeah. was probably better for you guys in some ways that it didn't
1: happen three days into
0: it or something.
1: Well here, here you go. Here's a good point in that, Tim. So mm-hmm. why don't you, uh, for the wonderful listeners that you have, explain? Mm-hmm. How you did your uh, I guess your random encounter generation? You know, what what did you when we were setting out and you knew we were gonna go down this road? Right. And you knew roughly we were going to go, was it 12 miles north or whatever it was? <clears throat> what did you what did you behind the curtain plan and how did you determine what actually happened?
0: Okay. Uh, so what I did is like my, my random encounters are not rolled during the game. They're rolled before the game pretty much. And then basically, yeah,
1: okay, go ahead.
0: All right. And so then I, I kind of, de- and then I just set them out. So I had like three random encounters sort of planned out through your trip. And so that way, when it happened, kind of had them set up. I didn't know when they were going to happen because that's random. That's where the random, more randomness comes into it too. And, um,
1: but how did I knew like how when you guys you hit do the mean when it happened
0: when when I rolled the ones,
1: I know, so, but I, that's what I'm saying. For the people I know that because oh, I'd see you and yeah. we Joe and I would go, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so but you're, but you're
0: for, for the you're people that aren't,
1: <laughs> yeah, Anytime so,
0: I rolled a one or a two, you guys, you know, you received uh, uh, your reward of a random encounter, and uh, you roll
1: one every hour, every uh
0: for you guys for this one I was rolling like every quarter of the day or quarter yeah. of the night. Okay. So I was just kinda just Was you, that more
2: than you, or was that less?
0: Uh that's about what I'd been doing steady through the, the game. Yeah, pretty much the same. Not too much difference from that. But uh yeah, yeah. So th- that way so you already was, knew
1: which random encounters were going to happen. You just didn't know. In when. the order, or when, or if they
0: were even going to happen, because I, you know, if I wouldn't have rolled a yeah, one yeah. or two, yeah. they wouldn't happen. There. Yeah. Okay. Interesting.
2: So I wouldn't even throw them out there. No, I'm wondering, Tim, the uh, the three levels you talked about in, in the campaign. Mm-hmm. You're saying we never really got to that third level. Did we touch upon that tonight with the whole? Oh, I mean, history? you
0: guys have, particularly you two, because you, yeah. you get out of the group. You guys have definitely been here uh the most and and the longest so i was able to get into your character background and especially you joe with your with the whole thing um yeah and like uh some of the stuff that you unveiled tonight yeah you you guys kind of uh dug into some of the third level pretty deep there i mean you guys you guys probably uh found out some stuff that you know you probably didn't even care to know or <laughs> want to know but now all the because sometimes that third level in the campaign and that sometimes it finds you instead yeah. of you finding it and tonight it was a little bit of both
2: i think especially matt got it in terms of he now can hear demons thoughts and speak their tongue but he has them always in their head so and, right. you know you get great power and great um problems with that power right so yeah yeah right. Yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's that's something
0: sense. I've always tried to do with campaigns. With that, with that is like you know, like that's why the guy, the the dwarf guy, that was really kind of. Do you want this?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, that's an interesting, interesting angle right there. So, if I had not been a, I don't know, if I had not played along, what mm-hmm. did you have some sort of plan to make sure one of us did that? Because obviously. Nope, that would become important nope. later on.
0: Yeah, it came important, but it wasn't necessary. You
2: know? so we could have done
1: everything without mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because if you think about it, you've heard you've heard the demon voices telepathically, essentially. Without hearing them, we knew there were demons in there, we could have <laughs> had to fight. You wouldn't have been able to communicate and tell them to go away. Yeah, but you were
0: able to negotiate fight. with them, which was you know, you wouldn't have yeah. been able to do. Yeah, right, that but that's clutch. what I'm saying. I mean, clutch. if
1: we hadn't had that ability. Like Mm -hmm. later on when we got to Hound's Head and, you know, I think Joe could feel that there was something wrong, but we really didn't Mm -hmm. know what. But I was able to read the writing, you know, and then we were able to figure out to go to Ivanov's house. I guess I guess maybe it didn't rely on me having that ability, did it? It just allowed you guys to find out
0: more details about it and maybe make a little bit deeper understanding about it. But it wasn't necessary. Yeah. But what was really interesting, like I like I kind of was speaking earlier in the session, probably the what one of the most kind of ingenious tactics you guys took, especially with you Joe, was I have these things I, I I gave these guys like these hellstone viz viz is a magic um, physical physical manifestation of magic, and these things were hellstone viz, which means they were from. Uh, hell itself or the abyss or whatever you know that you're going on and i had given joe this quiver i don't know long time ago he found it by accident actually at the thrift store yeah 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 (laughs) it was one of those hidden treasures and uh what you do is you put the viz in and then you it charges it up to become kind of like this magic item and then you can put in like a torch into it and then put your arrows in it and then they become fire arrows and then if you put Uh, silver in there the hard silver and then they become silver arrows and then you have to just kind of keep your Well, joe had the ingenious thing of taking his hard silver arrows which already affect demons and then added the hellstone uh effects to it which made because because in in most worlds in D D worlds demons don't die if they're if they're they're killed in the prime material plane. They basically get banished back to where they are. Or if they're like a main or some like minor thing, they turn into like a mist and then they just reform like a day later. Well, because these things were material from their home plane, it killed them. It didn't. It just didn't banish them for a little while. It killed them. So that was just it. All, it, it almost it, it basically made my whole plot line for the thing to find this dagger irrelevant right there because yeah. you guys yeah. almost in a way didn't need it. You, I mean really if you if MacGuffin you yeah we
2: had the MacGuffin arrows. already <laughs> yeah yeah I mean the only thing the arrows, you know you could do your
0: arrows where the dagger would have continued but it was sort of like yeah. you know wow you know yeah. I was like wow I but I couldn't could not not do that because it was such a great idea
2: I had them because I my my way of like getting into a world and immersion kind of a thing is I keep track of a lot of stupid shit that nobody cares about how many hours do we have what did we load I mean, off the guy true, 15 years you know. ago yeah, I, I have lists and lists and pages of stuff. I type it in and all this shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they, 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 they yeah. See, this was the ball busting I put up with for the past fucking year. But look, <laughs> motherfuckers, it came in handy. I got that because that, that, that damn demon viz or whatever you want to call it, we yeah. got that like, you know, week three or something like last year. And I wrote that shit down. I didn't use it. I'm like, I'm going to hold that for later. Yeah. Sure- I was wondering if yeah. you did even remember you gave it to us, man. You know? I remember you guys
0: giving it. I didn't remember you had it. But I, yeah. and the thing is, is I, because, you know, I, sometimes as GMs, we some of us swing it and do different things. But yeah. it, I never considered the effect of combining the two, which I thought was was, I was like, you know when you did it i'm like holy shit that's that's yeah. a fantastic idea
2: yeah well, i figured super demon viz i'm gonna you know some point use it for something i'm just gonna hold right. off
0: no way to hold your your ace card until the yeah. last session man that was, yeah. that was that was actually brilliant yeah
2: yeah yeah see no more bitch about my list motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> <Came in> handy. <laughs> Uh, that's that's actually how i like i said that's how i immerse myself into a setting is all the nitty gritty of stuff like that how much does the wall cost to build you know shit like that you know i just want to say i
1: appreciate all of that because since i've been gaming with you i haven't taken a single note I I (laughs) i think i wrote down one demon's name on my character sheet but other than that unless you said Hey Matt, take this. I didn't write it on my character sheet. So I, I took <laughs> no notes. You had them all. And I would just be oh, like, God. Joe, didn't we get like something like that back there in like, you know, session 12 or whatever? Yeah, uh, hold on a minute. Look through some paper. <laughs> oh, yeah, Man. yeah, here it
2: is. Yeah. You I, I got a, I appreciate you got a it. running scroll. I got like a 13-page <laughs> uh Word document full of shit, you know, every session, wow. all the stuff we did, we looted all that kind of stuff. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the funny thing, Matt, is that in your game, I started taking notes like this for that, you know, for that level, because we played oh. Matt's game on Thursday night. So we just started. And ever since you started doing these detailed write ups, I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. You know, <laughs> Every, I just read your notes. Your detailed write ups yeah. are better than what I would actually do. So I'm like, oh, hell with it. All I'm, right. be I'm behind now, it, though, so I got to get caught <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you are two sessions behind now, man. Yeah, I'm two sessions. <laughs> I'm so I got a
0: question for both of you. What point in the campaign, what what did you think was the weakest parts of the campaign? Or what did you think, you know, just was, just didn't work? Uh, uh,
2: my personal? Didn't, nothing didn't work.
0: Oh.
2: Um, Whatever. Nothing, there, was, yeah. there was nothing that didn't work, I don't think. I was wondering at, at some point, because, like again, with the detail shit, when we got back, we started building our cabin, and Ivanov right. was giving us all this shit for free. I'm like, "What the fuck are you giving us shit? Why would he be doing that? And then at the end, you told us why, I guess. Now it made sense to me. I was right. wondering why the hell he gave a shit so much, right? Who was this guy? And why right. was he so blasé about certain things? I'm like, all right, he was a fucking dragon in disguise. Or, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, that explains a whole lot of stuff now. You know what I mean? And yeah. it wasn't just a dragon. Like in Tim's world, the dragons are something really, really, really special, not just something to kill with a big pile of treasure. Right. So, no,
0: um, yeah, because because a lot of that stuff I do, I call it the long play. I mean, it, it just kind yeah. of unveils and veils, and it doesn't make sense. And some of the stuff you may, you know, you're thinking, what the hell? But then in the end, it's sort of like, oh, <laughs> okay. At least I hope so. I mean, was there any points where the where the reveal still didn't make any sense
2: no no i don't think that at the end the things made more sense put it that way yeah. um you finally the only kind thing of I got wish- a
0: clear look at that third layer
2: yeah yeah exactly a lot lot more fell into place things that were in my head like huh what's this about mm-hmm. you know and Then click 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 the only thing i wish we did more is i always liked the uh, the world i like to know what what place is my little nook of the world in in relation to the rest of the world. And mm-hmm. you only had that one hex, and we never left that one hex, right. but we had a lot in that one hex. And But I know there was bigger cities, there was countries, there was, I guess I like higher-level world-spanning things, but we're not really getting that higher levels here. You know what I mean? We're, this is a regional game, well, I Well, I mean,
0: finishing at 6th and 7th level are, is a pretty significant achievement, because I, I, I seriously didn't... The way you guys started out... The way you guys, mm. you know, kind of... Sucked. You guys were kind of playing <laughs> a traditional dungeon crawl. You know, mm. like you were going in, like, all, you know, frontal assaults. And, you know, we're going to kick ass, kick in doors and kick some ass yeah. and everything. I'm thinking, oh, these guys aren't going to fucking last in this place. And, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no, I mean, that's kind of lasted through the whole thing.
2: Yeah, And then, yeah. You know, then
0: after you... Uh, I mean, there was a few things that you guys got into that were very difficult. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you had no issue of uh, hightailing it out of
1: situations very quickly. Uh,
2: I learned that quick. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, are you trying I to talk? The, Keep you, going. There you go. Uh,
1: I was going to say the only thing that I, I don't want to say didn't enjoy because that makes it sound like I didn't have a good time. Right. But the only thing that I felt, I guess in your term, didn't work yeah. for me was the big battle we had. And I that's yeah. not necessarily your fault. I it hate is that my fault. Game. No, yeah, I <laughs> I, mean, I, did, I, didn't, game. I didn't. I did
0: not run that well. I didn't because oh. I had this idea in my head, and 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 you know, I kept going back and forth, and it just it didn't work in play. It just
1: it really I just, didn't. It so, felt like it. I I kind of felt like I stepped time. out of the the role playing game, and we had moved in, which I think was partially what you were trying to do. You were trying to make it. We we're moving into more of a tactical. Uh, mm-hmm. leadership of an army and you know moving chess pieces or right. platoons of guys around and I, I honestly do not enjoy that and i think that's probably why i didn't i i didn't yeah and i was trying was the to the least fulfilling of the like sessions we yeah. had i guess that's a better way to cause it
0: yeah and i was and the thing is is i was trying to make that I was trying to expedite it a little bit by giving you guys, like, so the whole groups would move, you know, but still have a mass combat. But, you know, like, you know, you got 20 guys and they twenty. but it still was very strategic.
1: And and when I afterwards, when I was actually thinking about it, I was thinking about how it all transpired. And I think we had a little bit of an interruption when. Because it started out, I think it was just two of us, maybe three of us, and then the next Tough session or the happen. next session after that, everybody came back, and we suddenly had yeah. way more people. So it was just a little bit, uh, dis I don't know, discombobulated the way we went from a few yeah, people, a to bit, and, but then uh, and this is this is my own pet peeve at the end, and I I don't care for Ivanov. I understand why he did stuff. I still don't like the mm-hmm. stupid dragon, but. Mm-hmm having him come in at the end of the battle and basically we struggled. I blew up my, the tree with my tankard. You know, we were all struggling. We're running around. I mean, uh, Joe was running all over the place with his guys. <laughs> shoot here. shoot yeah. Yeah, like, We were yeah. going through a lot of stuff. And then at the end, it was like, Ivanov was like, all right, I'm tired of this. Fuck this shit. And he wanders up and kicks the guy's ass and the battle's over. And I was like, Oh, the uh, NPC yes. day. that sucked. <laughs> so yeah, I was agree. wondering
2: about that. I, I it was I, I agree. The battle I liked, unlike that, unlike you, Matt. I liked the battle. I liked the tactical. I was really excited to do that. But at the end, when Ivanov just walked up and hit the guy, and everything was an illusion, I'm like, "What was it a hollow deck?" Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I said, the, like my my the 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 plan I had in my head, while it kind of played out the way I. Wanted to, it just didn't work. It was just it wasn't fun. I didn't think it, yeah, and I didn't, and I was kind of dissatisfied with the ending and uh, just the way the whole thing worked out because I definitely think I could have handled that better. Part of, I think part of the issue was with that is I was trying to, you know, Eric's character was so connected with that part of the, the campaign. And I really mm-hmm. wanted to work in his angle a little bit more because, you know, it's a significant faction within the world, the, yeah. the Temple of Sarah out there. But, you know, d- you know, just due to circumstances, he just wasn't able to to uh, right. make it that often that I never really got to develop that part of it. And I was really hoping to do it because it would have been a nice, know, like counter
1: or. Um, there was definitely like a part of the story that was developing, but then you right. had to come short and that kind of left a gap because you're right. We were kind of, after we had gone to scored, and we built up Sarath a little bit mm-hmm. and we knew that Eric's guy was connected to it. We had a, you know, I mean, there were a couple sessions where we were like talking about stuff and I think Joe might've even even said it like, well, Eric's guy's here. Do we want to talk about that while he's here? You know? And I, I think we had this right. sort of internal group dynamic of, do we want to explore that? Not that we didn't trust Eric's guy, but we always knew that there was a possibility that he could be a mole or yeah, his oil
0: makes be split.
1: Yeah, 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 it, yeah, and we never really knew. So there was kind of like a little bit of tension building up with that. And then when the really the whole battle with Sarah, Sarah's guy, whatever his name is, Sarah, Sarah, whatever. Sarah, but go ahead. Sarah, there you go. Tim has like so many names that I can't pronounce. It's amazing. Um, battle so
0: simple. He he couldn't uh, even pronounce Robert. I mean, come
1: on, (laughs) Robert. Yeah, I never messed up Robert. Um, uh, that got me all distracted. Uh, no, but the the Battle of Seraph it, it kind of we were building it up, and we were, I mean, we were like, holy shit, we're going into this big battle. We've got all these guys. We're in charge of an army. It was kind of a big thing, and then I think the combination of not having that side plot with with eric's character and the tension that that had kind of created yeah. and then Ivanov sweeping in and everything was an illusion and we were like wait what what just happened i think it just kind of i think that totally diff- for me i walked away from that game and it was like yeah i played a game i had a good time but eh, i won't play that uh, module again." Now, if we had played a module that's what i would have said I, i'm not playing that yeah. module again i'm selling that one on ebay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the one I'm throwing in the garbage. Throwing in
0: the yeah, I was gonna say throw it over for you and be thrown in the garbage. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so what do what do you think some of the strongest points about the campaign were? What, what did you what like, like what are what, some of the moments like a couple moments in the campaign you, that kind of stood out to you guys?
2: No, it wasn't mean, sort of the moment of a campaign. It was how you handled. BX you open my eyes to how a simple skeletal game like OSE old school essentials, right? Or BX or mm-hmm. whatever <clears throat> can be used creatively because I've always been a guy like I don't like 5e, like my brothers into the I want all the bells and whistles. I'll go right. less bells and whistles, A D and D swords of wizard complete, uh Silicon Swords and complete, you know, Scythus, 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 Hyperborea, something like that, right? I want to have mm-hmm. some bells and whistles, but then you're playing this game. And I'm like, God damn, there's not even a Bell or a whistle, right you know so right you just roll with that and created anything we wanted in a sense like you know i'll be a hobbit and matt was a hobbit or a halfling and he follows the great imbiber and he prays once in a while and has certain abilities granted to him but he doesn't get spells he's not a cleric he's just you know you just made up shit like that on the fly like you made a whole class race combo that never existed just because matt wanted that right Mm -hmm, i never thought about doing something like that because in my mind whatever side of the brain says there must be order structure logic and consistency only always overrides that creative thing that you did you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so and so because there's no well then if you're going to do this then what if the guy the other guys have to have this that the other thing blah 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 blah, and i start you know cycling into like an extreme mess basically well, you probably you,
0: you probably gamed with a lot of power gamers and that would probably oh yeah. keep you from doing that so i am the,
2: i am yeah. a power gamer that's what i i, I right, right, nice right. the yeah. fuck out of everything yeah yeah so yeah so when you throw this other stuff in there i'm like whoa, 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 whoa. how does he get that you know right. <laughs> how could i get that <laughs> yeah so, um,
0: it's one of those things where I, I don't it's it's not a matter of saying no to folks you know because like it like pretty much if you wanted something and you wanted to work it in as long as it was like somewhat reasonable you know there's no reason to say no we would just work out the details and everything and if it gave you a slight advantage like i always said sure you can have the event because i always have more monsters than you guys have player characters that's true (laughs)
2: Yeah. More flowers, more there were rock flowers, rock rubs. yes, <laughs> Fucking rock grubs. Yeah. I tried to get rock grubs <laughs> trending, it didn't really work. I left, I left like a dozen rock grub messages back when that thing happened to try to get rock grubs trending on here, but nobody, only only yeah. a few people picked it up. I'm like, god damn it, yeah, that, that became
0: up. an uh, uh, incident of infinity, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: That's so funny, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, What about you, Matt? What was like, what well, I was did you here. take out? just to caveat off of what joe said i think that what he described right there is the exact reason why i prefer old games and not not to beat you know a dead horse but rulings not rules I, you are the perfect example of that with this game i mean really i mean i, I in in my in my opinion, you let me get away with a lot of things that 9 out of 10 DMs would not.
2: Oh, no, Just, I would never
1: have. <laughs> exactly. And no I, I think that feeds into, you know, and, and I hear people say things like, I, I guess there's really no way to quantify it, I guess, but mm-hmm. we always say with, like, old school games, you know, it's it's player ability. It's not the character ability don't look at your character sheet it's the player and the creativity of the player and you know like I mean even Joe's perfect example you're uh hell whatever it was the hell viz hell yeah. Yeah. yeah that that isn't a written down rule that was just something that Joe thought up you know on the fly Tim didn't have that written down and he made a ruling later had great effect on the game but it was totally a mix of joe's creativity and then tim's creativity and that's one of the reasons i really like old school games because Mm
2: -hmm. i think if
1: we were sitting at a table with a 5e gm and i know people are going to be like god matt just hates 5e you're right i love what it's doing for the hobby (laughs) but i just don't want to play the system But I think a lot of people would go, that's not in the rule book. And that's what I don't like about it. And that's why I prefer older games. And on that as well, you know, you probably, if you ever listened to Matt or heard anybody talk about Matt, you've probably heard Matt say (laughs) BX is broken. And I still stick with that. But at the same time, the way that you ran the game and with, you know, letting us kind of have creativity on how things work and I won't say bending the rules, but molding the game to be better offset that brokenness of the game, I guess is a way to put it. But anyway, I don't know if I explained it, but um, things that I I thought were the, some of the best, I want to say the best session ever was still the pottery game session. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely uh, insane, crazy. I don't think I've had a session like anything like that in probably two or three decades. Yeah, it was, yeah, although was, I will was say last week was pretty close in my game, but not quite, but close. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah,
0: that was, a, oh, it,
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, everybody good. rolling around laughing. You know, I, I think we I, got off a sentence or two and we'd all start laughing again. Absolutely crazy, <laughs> right, very right. fun session. Um, yeah. but I, I, one of the other things that I really liked was you did a lot of behind-the-scenes legwork. Like you had, I I think anyway, you have this whole Northmen history, maybe not written out and mapped out, but you have it in your head. So when we would go into what would be just any other (laughs) old dungeon in another game, this was a Northmen ruin that had a purpose. And when we would go to it, you may not have told us that it was a grist mill back in the day but the way you described it we could figure out what it probably was back then and i really liked that additional mm-hmm. layer of probably joe was taking notes on all that stuff i wasn't but i mm-hmm. liked that additional level uh or layer of uh immersion into the game because it kind of gave it kind of fleshed out the world a little bit more and and then the other thing that i really liked I'm just rambling here now. Is <laughs> you your hex, while the hex wasn't huge, there were definitely different factions. Like from the get-go, we knew that there was some demon shit going on. And then right, yeah. we had the whole political thing with seraph and scord. And then, you know, there mm-hmm. were some dwarves up northeast, I think, that were mining. We had a whole thing where we thought maybe we would go up there. Then we had the knolls. There was there was like almost different political groups, the goblins. There were different political groups moving on the board at all at the same time. And there was no, you know, sometimes when, you, when you're running a big campaign like this, you kind of get your blinders on and you know, you know, oh, what's going to happen this week? Wow. Well, we're at B right now. So we're going to go to C now. And we never really, at least I never felt we really coming to the game, you never kind of knew what, Different thing, maybe something that we saw a couple sessions ago, but now it's evolved and it's different. The fucking wolf. Oh, yeah.
2: Look at the work. Look yeah. at the yeah. work.
1: The, the fucking work. work. Yeah. It was, a, it was a simple wolf when we first saw it. I mean, it was a war, yeah. but it was a simple yeah. And then it was like, had like an alien, uh, amoeba parasite giving birth attached to it or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it's, I mean, it's, it's, later it on, reaching. it was like a demon lord. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, an it's a, now it went moment. from like
2: a, a warg that talked to us and unmanned us, essentially made us a bitch. We ran away, and so we want to revenge. Even even though it was a new character, because my first guy who was encountered him, you know, died, and my second character didn't even know him. But meta gaming wise, I want a revenge against that fucking worg. You know, so <laughs> so we thought we tonight we did get it. it. Oh yeah, we'll get it someday. Someday we'll come back. But we, we <laughs> it was going to be let's kill the worg. You know what I mean? And that just turned it on its head and it turns out the work is an antithesis of my guy's thing or whatever. We had to go with right. You know what I mean? So it was like, ah, oh, shit, we're not going to fight the work, but we got a bigger fight. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. that, that was just, you never know what the hell to expect. You know, and that that's kind of cool. You never know what's going on on, that, on multiple levels. You always kept us guessing. So that, that was kind of fun. I liked it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and you guys made it easy, though, too, especially, you know, like I said, it's hard to develop depth when you know when you don't have uh, a consistent party sometimes because you get you kind of have to kind of stay on the surface because if you get too much in depth with a uh, a particular plot line the, and then like they don't show up for three four more weeks if you hang your hat on on the adventures that are going to be developed based off of that and then they don't show up then you're just kind of like oh shit and then you know i gotta where am i gonna go with this
3: yeah change but, it up like, with
0: with hex crawls though, it's a little bit easier. I can kind of move pieces around the board. But when I was trying to develop you know like backstories and some interesting intrigue between the party, that was one of the more difficult things I found. Uh, you know, and that's kind of why I did the side quests that we had too. Uh, I can't remember. I think Matt, you were in a few of those too. But I know with Joe, you did particular. We did a couple one on one
3: sessions.
1: Yeah. How yeah. did you like it
0: when like okay everybody else has got a, you know going to be out. I'm a guy who will show up, you know, I'll game with whoever we go. But what I'll do if the situation is like you're in the middle of something and only one like, player shows up, what I'll usually do is try to run an adventure that kind of helps flesh out their own personal backstory and develop them.
2: Yeah. Oh, that was good because that's how I got that, the, the, the hammer, yeah. and the whole <laughs> that's right, Jedi thing. And yeah. yeah, that worked. I got, I, you know, I, that was interesting to me. I, uh, I, and it gives me a mystery to try to figure things out. It makes my character a little bit unique in that way. Right. you know it's not something the whole group knows or the whole group shares because the whole group did it it's more right. my little side personal adventure you know mm-hmm. trying to trying to figure out both myself and myself my place in the world as a character you know so that was kind of great right. cool. well yeah. that was really good i mean it was a good year you know we took a couple months off in the summer yeah. I wonder if that broke some momentum because we had more attendance before that. You know we what I mean? Did.
0: We did like that, yeah. Because I because I ended up taking August off, and then basically what ended up happening is uh then like it was hard to get anybody together in September. We were kind of floundering, I think. Yeah. In September, we oh, had a, a gap. not
1: to pat myself on the back, but I think I told somebody that. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> that it would go Pretty down. Sure I, did. I think this taking a month off is a bad move, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you gotta you do it really though,
0: good. yeah. You gotta do yeah. it once yeah. in a while and everything, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that definitely had a factor, but it seemed like, um, uh, that was going to occur either way in some ways. I don't know, maybe, maybe not, maybe it wouldn't have, but uh, I wonder
2: if it's because there's people like different things about their games. Some, some people like to just show up, you know, uh, Uh like pretzels and beer, kind of just one shots, you know, or maybe multiple, maybe two, three shots. But I Mm -hmm. like long campaigns. Like I want to play a game that takes me from zero to 25 and I rule the world. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to go that entire cycle with the character or at least with a campaign. If I die, I have another character or something like that. So that's what I'm really was into and looking for. Maybe right. you know some of the folks don't didn't want that or you know different style they like. I don't know. That could be it too. You know, but I think that the player's style, what they're looking for, their expectations, and the DMs have to be on the same wavelength, or else you're just not going to be satisfied or like it or come back. You know. Yeah. yeah, I'll agree with that. I wanted. I know
1: in the beginning, I I typically like lower level gaming. Mm-hmm. I don't like really when we get up to the higher level, and you're talking about I'm Prince so and so, and this is right. My, kingdom and we're going to go take my army that I like the that gets to the edge of you're no longer adventurers and now you're superheroes for me that's how I feel about right. it you know it's much higher level gaming I like thinking more about like if Matt went and grabbed up a sword and went down his street and found a dungeon and went in it. That, that's the kind of shitty sucky exactly. guy that I want to be I guess yeah
0: I mean with, with BX though, I mean, even at sixth level, did you feel like, I mean, even though that's a high level and BX, I mean, no, I had 20 hit points, man. I know.
1: <laughs> I'm like about dead. Joe, oh, okay, let's
0: bring this thing up because they gotta do this. I, I know you get your bitches and complaints about this. So, what I did, guys, so every time they rate, uh, you know, roll for their hit points for each level, they had to roll all the dice. You know, they, yeah. didn't, get to, they didn't just add one on there. Um, so I made them... Re- and that's like the old way of doing it, you
2: know? You yeah, oh, one, one, one version of the old way of doing it. It wasn't well, universally it's an
0: old way, It doesn't old yeah. But I mean, I because th- I've never done that before, and I yeah. always thought that would be an interesting experiment. What did you guys think about that part of it?
2: Uh, I didn't like it that much. <laughs> I've already said three times, but I'll say
1: it again. I hated it.
2: I hated it. All
1: right, I there we go. Yeah. I think it's... Yeah. Uh, feeds into the plateauing effect of leveling in BX old school Centrals. If mm. I don't get was, anything and I know it this is like, I don't know, player centric, but if I go from first level to second level and I don't get anything, I, what I, I, I had fun gaming, but I gained nothing. And yeah, then like, got nothing. at first through like third, fourth, it's not too bad. But then you start getting up to, like, I don't I don't have the book right here in front of me, but, you know, I know I had to have 30,000 or something to get right. to
2: yeah.
1: 16,000 experience points, and I gained, I think, two hit points.
2: That's right. it. Especially That's That's since it, it, That's it takes you as long to get to level yeah. five to six as it took to get to all the five in the first place. And so yeah, it, if it, you're it took- not going to get any more hit points, you're playing – the entirety of the past nine months again just to get nothing <laughs> you, well,
0: know? you know you know and that and that's kind of an interesting concept because to me that sounds like a 5e philosophy it could Where could be BX philosophy is it's not it gaining the levels as much it's just about attaining stuff as you're going to make yourself better because like you said even if you level you still suck
2: yeah yeah Probably something more powerful than going to kill you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
1: right. You know. But, I but, mean, I never felt like we were safe. I mean, I don't know, Joe, you had way more hit points than me, but I never felt going into any adventure that I was like, oh, yeah. Gonna how make do we make feel safe? We
2: woke it. up in our own fucking house, and there's a dead body floating from the rafters. Our own, <laughs> yeah. How are you supposed to feel safe when that <laughs> is going on? You woke up in the morning going for my fucking eggs and coffee, and there's a body <laughs> swinging from the rafters in our living room. I mean, <laughs> you know.
3: <laughs> safe? Uh,
2: there, I never, ever felt is, safe in there. No, 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 I no. Mean, we got these arresting stones that they didn't give us no rest. I was wondering about that they're going to attack us in there too. You yeah, know,
1: just, <laughs> you know. even saying that, that I, I never felt safe, I still feel, and I know Tim is going to say this isn't true, but I still feel like, I know you didn't fudge your roles because you, you showed us all your roles, but I think yeah. there was some underlying kindness to our characters from the GM. You know, and, and I well like, I
0: would say, yeah. I mean, I definitely like I said, you know, like if there was a the situation
1: third... where if we did X, we would definitely die. If we right. did Y, we might survive. And we were dummies and chose X anyway. I mm-hmm. think you you didn't fudge the dice. I think you may have no fudged reality a little bit so that it wasn't as deadly. Uh, yeah, but, but the thing is,
0: is part of that part of that though <laughs> was due to your guys' role playing though, too. You, yeah, you yeah. Know. I'm
1: not saying it as a negative thing. I'm saying right. that I think the the campaign never felt safe. But at the same time I think there was a we were the stars in the sitcom and we all knew that you, you know, you're paying us million dollars a star in this sitcom. They're not gonna kill off my character. Right. Even though I'm in danger every time. I I always felt Um, like there was a little, not always, I guess, a little underlying favoritism, I guess. Maybe. I guess maybe that's what I'm going for. Maybe a little bit of favoritism. Which I know I do as a GM, so I'm not I'm not, you know
0: I guess to a point maybe, but I never there was never a time where I lessened an enemy to make it easier on you guys. Like I said, I always rolled everything out in the open. So like it's not one of those deals where I knew you had three hit points. And I know I rolled a four and you're, you know, you're, you're assuming room temperature now. And I just said, well, you, you took two hit points.
1: So, so what's that? well, let me ask Joe this then, because mm-hmm. there were times in the campaign where I would have some crazy asinine idea and it usually yeah. involved a great imbiber and I would go yeah,
2: drink internally, yeah. I'd mm-hmm.
1: go, let's see how far I can push Tim. Tim, I walk up <laughs> and I pray to the great imbiber and I do X. And I always was yeah. like, there's no way he's going to go for this. And he almost always did. And it may not be he did. 100% what I wanted, but it would be very close. Yeah. And I was always like, yeah, man, he lets me get away with murder.
2: Yeah. You you know, know? I liked it. It was it was nice yeah. because I I mean, I'm like, oh, we're, getting, we're fucked. And then then you pull out your fucking mug and start saying, and Biber, <laughs> save my ass again. Really, well, every, one variation or another, whatever the words came out of your mouth, it was always like, and Biber, save my ass. And that's really asking, in my mind, I was thinking to myself, what you're asking is, Tim, I fucked up. Help me out of this. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, but the thing is, is you guys, I mean, uh, you guys developed that situation, though, too. I mean, it wasn't something, you know, I could have easily said no, but – you know, part of playing the game is, is I want it to be cool, too. I want to, you know, if we can do something cool, let's do something cool. That's always going to kind of win out and everything like that.
1: But, and and uh, you're right. It did develop. Because in the beginning, it was very, I think, the, like, the first time I really used it. Right. We were in that dungeon, and uh, Joe was trying to search every goddamn corner. Mm, every right. cranny, mm-hmm. And I think you were dying, and I was, like, almost dead. And I think I prayed to, was that what the pillar, I think? Yeah, that was a pillar dungeon. And yeah. I don't remember exactly what yeah. I did, but whatever it was, I prayed for him to like spare us or save us. I think maybe I was, you were dying and I think I had to save you or something. I don't know. Yeah. it was, it was that shaman was dude thing. was
2: whooping our ass. Yeah. It was that and shaman and, and guy. I think that was the
1: very first time. But after that, it was small increments and it was never like, it's the end of the world and I need, you know, lightning bolts come down here and eradicate this army mm-hmm. and save us. It was yeah. always like, you know, I want to hit this guy and I don't have anything that I can hit this guy with. I need to have a magical whatever or. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I it forgot. More a very
2: accentuation.
1: Important. I forgot a very important moment that just, I just thought of when we, okay. uh, when I set my retainer on fire, that was a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's right.
0: Yeah. I yeah, didn't didn't one of the retainers set you on fire, Joe, or something like that?
2: And one of one of them blew up, right? Because he had like <laughs> the guy who had like the eight bottles of oil on him. Right, and yeah, then there was something. Yeah, a was,
0: mushroom cloud come out of him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. He just had everything and then something, <laughs> some kind of fire. I think I you know what it was. I think I threw my flask of oil and it missed and it right. hit him. It was like right, a horrible yeah, yeah. throw, like a one. Hit that yeah. guy, and he blew, blew, blew up like a nuclear bomb, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right. It, was right. Like, yeah. it was like brown paste on the ground when it was all said and done. And yeah. There was nothing left.
1: Retainer hit and you. he had some
2: good shit on him, too.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: he did.
2: Oh, oh God. Yeah, That
0: was hilarious. Yeah, I do remember that part of it. Uh,
1: that was one yeah. I was uh, sure we weren't going to survive, too.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I wonder about that a also. lot of
0: times where you guys were on the edge, but I mean, a lot of times your role playing really helped and, and, yeah. uh, definitely in the, the whole great imbiber thing, cause it's one of the things I like developing in a campaign. It's like the, the gods and everything and, yeah. and going in there. And if you think about it, you know, uh, you know, you being a disciple of the imbiber and, uh, you know, you're a significant player in his plans because now you're, you know, you're for Because if you notice as you went up in levels, you know, you were able to do your, you know, when you were calling down some stuff, you were able to do some some significant shit because of that. That's because yeah. you're, you know, higher up a level and everything. Like if you were trying to, you know, remember when you, you brought down the tree in the middle of a battle?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, you know, he, instead of maybe bringing down the tree, you might have been able to drop a branch down or something, you know, something minor would have happened, but because... Or higher level, and you kept dedicated to him, and you and yes. you and you were and you continued on that, and you didn't falter off the path in any shape or form. It's like, yeah, the great vibers like, I like this kid.
2: <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that because he picked the easiest guy in the world because in your, in your game, in Tim's game, what he, what he does is you don't get XP for the money when you get it. You get XP for the money when you spend it. And yeah. so all Matt had to do with, as you could figure out the great is the guy that's getting drunk, right? So basically, yeah. he goes to a bar and buys round after round after round, gaining XP for himself all the while and dedicating mm-hmm. every single toast to the great imbiber and spreading the good word gospel in the booze freely. Oh, and hey, so
1: it's, don't don't
2: belittle my easy. religion, guy. That's, that's was that? the way it has to be. I know it's beautiful. It was, it was a nice, it was a nice relationship there. You know, you, you spend I, I, money, I you get XP. bought a
0: few rounds uh, dedicated to the Great and viber at the same Ooh, time. There, Joe. Well, yeah,
2: I, I'm not. Hey, if I could get XP by spending money, I'll toast to whoever. <laughs> you know oh. and he was he was helping me out i got a good mug off of that guy so i'm good to go you know
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah great is actually i have to give uh christian walker the credit for that one because uh i don't know it was a few years ago he was running a few people through like the same situation but they were running solo through it i think you were part of that matt weren't you uh, yeah that was thing. like an
1: apocalypse thing
0: yeah an apocalypse thing when i and i developed the cleric and because and and I and that was the Great Inbiver. That's where when and where I came up with it to uh, playing Christian's game. And then I just, I don't know, like, God, I like this thing, guy, so much and everything. And yeah. I was like, I, I got to put it in my world. He's just too cool not to do that.
2: Oh, yeah. man. You know what I like, like too, about your world was Hugo the fucking potion guy. This oh, guy, he's,
0: Hugo,
2: he's, yes. Oh, son of a bitch. He's like, he sells, like, you know, uh, like the McDonald's of potion makers. But they're all... <laughs> You know, right. like assembly line, right? And so you go in yep. there and you buy it, buy and by the barrel, by the keg. But there's like a one in six chance it don't work, right? right? And so, <laughs> I mean, right. how many, how many times that the last words as right, you go to drink your potion, think it's going to heal you before the monster hits you in the head and kills you, <laughs> and it don't work, and right. you realize it don't work, and here comes the blow, and your last words on your lips are "You fucking asshole, Hugo," or some <laughs> variation thereof, right? And then you die. You know, and when you told me I've, Tim, you have him in every campaign that some adventuring group actually stalked him and beat the fuck out of him just because right. of that.
1: <laughs> because of that, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a great oh, thing. It's fantastic. Think about all the adventures you've been on, Joe and and Tim. When uh-huh. your guys buy something from you know the magician, I've this is the first time I've ever had, and I mean I know it was kind of a bit of a joke, but the first time I've ever had stuff that my character or characters in my game bought that didn't work you know yeah. just oh you know, yeah <laughs> kind of a weird thing <laughs> yeah. that because it, you would think in a real or not, you know we're in fantasy but in the real world things don't always work perfectly and in the fantasy it's like i buy a healing potion we just all assume it's always going to work so yeah. when it does yeah. work, it kind of is a i don't know a little bit of a shock to you it. it was interesting
2: uh, yeah That's why I don't like DCC so much because I want my magic to work a certain way when I cast it. I don't want to roll in a D one hundred fuck you table, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I want shit to work when I do it consistently because I don't see anything in me. But uh, yeah, but this case it was actually kind of fun because let's face it, you weren't getting healing potions any other way anyhow, right? Right. You weren't. (laughs) So yeah, let's do it. I'll get whatever I can get. If that's the only potion in town, I'm gonna get it. Damn it. Right, and that was
0: part of the thing that I I, that uh, Hounds had had. It's something that I was trying to develop too. Is like you know because it's a frontier town, supplies are limited. Yeah, How did yeah. you guys feel about the limitations of supplies up there? Did it feel like it was? Did it work? Did it feel real? Like you get you know trying to do that stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, because it did. It forced us to go to Scorn too. And I'm just gonna yeah. say, Matt stepped away and he wrote, "Got a P B B." So Matt. Oh, okay, all right. See, Little that's right? Matt is peeing right now, so I can make yes. fun of Matt while he's gone. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, yeah, so basically, I, I liked it because it forced us to go to Scorn for some other stuff. Because when we hit a certain level of money, we mm-hmm. wanted to needed certain things that weren't in the town. So yeah, we mm-hmm. went out and uh, we went to Scorn, which was a, an adventure in itself and dangerous, right? Because I didn't know what was going on. The other guys had characters who were from there.
0: Right. I think
2: at least Shane did. So he was in on yeah, some Shane stuff. Shane was from
0: Scorn, yes. Yep. Yeah. So was
2: Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, so I didn't know the danger we were in. And either, in the meantime, Shane's ducking left and right, trying to avoid people. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Should I be it with you?
0: In your, it doesn't help in your paranoia at all.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> God damn it. I thought we were safe and no flowers in town to kill us and no fucking, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> goddamn rock rubs. But no, <laughs> no, Shane's ducking and weaving every, everywhere we go, <laughs> trying to <laughs> disguise himself. <laughs> yeah.
3: and, I,
0: and I, you know, one of my favorite things about the campaign is I have the honor of uh being the person who's broke joe of his ocd Mm -hmm. of uh clearing out dungeons
2: yeah yeah i have to do every room search every wall loot everything and won't leave until every stone has been turned over basically and i found myself just in tim's game just oh there's a shiny thing and there's four thousand things chasing me i'm gonna grab the shiny thing and run but we got one room i don't care i'm leaving there's 4,000 more rooms. I don't care. I'm leaving. I got a shiny thing. I'm done. I'm happy. Yeah, to I got a good, shiny thing.
0: Give a good example of that. Tonight <laughs> they encountered a gold mine. And the gold mine has obvious deposits of gold. And he actually left before. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but he, got but I'm the way he, he
0: didn't even hunt. He's just like, I'm out of here. We're just leaving.
1: <laughs> but I just swipe I'm at it with my hammer. More gold. And he's running out of the, the mine. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait. One's going yeah. on? You were the one who wanted to thing yeah, yeah. yeah, that was,
0: yeah.
2: That was a little funny. I did take know. my hammer and swing at the wall and knock a piece off just for all time's sake. Got,
0: you got yourself a little <laughs> souvenir before Matt caved the whole cave, cave in. Yeah, there. yeah. You know?
2: Oh god. But yeah, uh, yeah. no,
0: I want to thank you guys for for joining the campaign. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, so, what we're gonna do uh, for those who are still listening at this point. Uh, it's been an hour.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
2: But we're wow.
0: we're going to start up a campaign, and I don't know whenever I can wrap my head around it and everything. But I've, we're actually going to set we're going to do more of an urban crawl, so it's going to be kind of centered in scorn. Yeah. um So the fun thing about that one for you guys too is your things that you've done are going to come into play in this next campaign,
2: also. Yeah, that's cool. You That's know, cool. so it's, it's, was, it's just post what we just did basically.
0: Yeah. So basically, okay. in, you know, timeline wise, we're going to set it, you know, I, I haven't determined that yet, but it will be post uh, you guys elevating to your positions and, and whatnot. So
2: cool. yeah, I
0: think, That's I think cool. it'll be interesting because I, I haven't run a urban campaign in a long time, but uh, the yeah, nice thing I'm looking about forward that. To it. Yeah. 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 I, I'm excited to do it and everything. Um, no, what are you guys I mean, looking for, like that kind of
2: type, type of campaign? What are you guys like looking forward to? In the urban, yeah, just just a, a sense of place in a city. Like I, to me, I've never really done an urban campaign. I've never, as a player or a DM, I did some one shot adventures in them. But right. <clears throat> the thing about a city, like you read Fritz Leiber, you know the Linkmar books. I mean, it was their home. It was their town. You know, there was, right. those those were the guys, and they knew every alley, every gutter, every. Every hooker, every, you know what I'm saying? It was like they knew everything about the town. It was their place. Yeah. And uh, that sense of belonging and that, that sense of, you know, this is my domain, even though I share with a million other people, I right. like that. You know, I I, I want to get into that. I want to know the alleys. I want to know the sewers of the gutters in my neighborhood. I want to know the people and, you know, things like that, I guess, are interesting to me.
3: Uh,
0: anything from you, Matt, then, or?
2: I have never been involved with a
1: pure urban campaign. And I've done adventuring a little here and there, or you know, something that took place in an urban setting, but that was just sort of a a side thing or whatever. It wasn't the main focus. So I'm looking forward to, you know, exploring something that I've never really done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've 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 got a secret weapon. So because I've I've been gaming with Rob Conley for, you know decades and decades and his primary primary you know setting is the city-state of the invincible overlord and i know he's running we've i've been in entire campaigns where we didn't even leave the walls so that's awesome so basically i you know a lot of that that a lot of this what skills i do have i'm going to be bringing to it is due to you know just being in rob's game because watching him because it's so fun because what i what i love about rob's game that i hope to bring into our you know the our game and everything is that sense of history so when you <clears> go into this place you know it's been lived in and there's you know and and the the past that's there and you know just just the ghosts of who's been there before and you know you just kind of can can sense it as you go through the city and i that's what i'm going to try to bring to it and um you know Hopefully it works out, and um, uh, we have some good adventures and everything. And you know, I already got some ideas, kind of scheming up in my head, and some fun things. So hopefully uh, uh, it'll be a successful um, thing. What are okay? So what are some of the, you know? Real quick, we'll wrap this up real quick. But like uh, for the for the old, so we're gonna get rid of. Uh, I'll get rid of the um, roll every die for every time you do hit points. One of the other one of the other things I'm gonna do is I'm gonna adjust the leveling in the for the the uh, plateau, for the experience. So, you know, there's not like these plateaus, there'll be more of a gradually gradual incline for you know stuff. Okay. And that is there any other things that you saw in old school that you'd like tweaked or something we could add to it to make it a little bit more interesting or, more, or a little bit more player friendly?
2: Well, are you doing, I mean, uh, are you, are you going to bring in the advanced stuff? Like the, the, you know, the advanced fantasy rules that they have like a uh, race right now. Yeah, you I got dwarves I, are, yeah, you know, dwarves are fighters. That. Yeah. I mean, so that yeah, opens up some if, things.
0: If you guys want uh, the advanced rules in it. Yeah. We'll bring those in.
2: An elf right. thief or something. In other words, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something along those lines.
0: Yeah. I mean, th- I mean, in a way think of like, you know, just of, uh, uh, the interesting thing of um matt's character so you've got he's playing a halfling who's just yeah. you know when you're playing a half and half but he's kind of a cleric in a way yeah. who's yeah. now leading a thieves guild yeah yeah exactly it's been a while <laughs> right and that's but all that's developed through role-playing and that's you know so uh, that's what I love, you know, about doing that kind of stuff. It's not something, sometimes things happen because you're going after it, and some things just sort of happen because wow. it's a situation, you know,
3: yeah.
0: kind of deal. So, yeah, I mean, the advanced rules will definitely go into play. Uh, anything, what about you, Matt? Is there anything like you
1: do change or different
0: things that would. Uh, I
1: can't really, I don't know, I have an inkling of an idea with magic. I think it might be interesting to experiment a little bit. I know we've talked about this kind of thing before over the years, like, uh, what did I just read there? I saw a really interesting way to do magic that had, oh, it was in that 5e hardcore thing by Hank Hankerin or whatever he
2: called it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I... What's the gist of it? What how does it work? Uh, yeah. It just
1: it allows a lot more free form and a little bit more creativity and how you apply and how you uh, get spells and how you learn them and things like that. It, okay, we don't need to go into the details. I just I, I think if and I'm not saying I'm playing a magic user because I hate magic users, but. <laughs> If that hates like, I hate a lot, That it's
3: like I hate a lot.
1: Actually, when, when he was just talking about the Thieves Guild and all that, I was like, maybe I'll play an orphan halfling thief that <laughs> falls into Fundar's Thieves Guild. And I was like, well, that's, that's way too close to home. Maybe I need to branch out. But no, I think yeah. it would be interesting to, um, and actually, I don't think you need to do anything, Tim. I think you would Mm -hmm. naturally bring it. If I said, I want to play a magic user. I think you would naturally you're that like turns on Tim's creative. Oh, did something happen? I I thought I heard a beep up. Sorry. Hey, zip that out of the podcast. I think your (laughs) uh, Tim's creative GM gear kicks in and you will, you know, if I said I wanted to be a, I don't know, um, I don't know, a fire mage or something. You would come up with some sort of weird, intricate—not intricate, intricate interesting—way of working magic. So I don't know. I think that would just be kind of interesting to to delve a little bit more into mm-hmm. magic that is is a little bit beyond the simple. Okay, I'm first level. Well, I guess I'm taking right. sleep because it's the most effective spell. Yeah, I'm
0: always, I'm always looking to reshape magic stuff. I mean, I've never really developed <laughs> sometimes. You know, I don't know. You know, everybody's got their fantasy heartbreaker that, that I think is the term. <laughs> and, you know, I'm always screwing around with the magic system and I'll sit there for weeks and weeks and I'll write these different things. And then I'm like, God, you know, it's just complicating this shit so much. And then like when I get in the game, when like you know you say you do the free cuz like like in my campaign right now there's actually different types of mages and i think joe you were yeah, uh, a street mage, mage. Yeah. yeah so they they come kind of come with some you know they're kind of generic type of differences but enough to make them interesting but i've never got to unfortunately chose uh mage uh found himself in the middle of a kill box and didn't make it yeah. and yeah. um it would have been fun to kind of experiment with that aspect of it. Um, But uh, yeah, maybe we'd do down the line. And that's one of the things, you know, you guys, because one of the things for those who are listening out there, what I do with my guys who are building characters, I ask them to make their characters and then send me the concept of their characters. And then what I do is I take what they give me and then I kind of make it, Fit or form a something into my campaign so it will exist in the campaign and make it around my other stuff, and then I usually end up breaking a fucking zine. About yeah,
2: pretty much, <laughs> that's what he got. Yeah, you know, that, was, that was the first time I had an inkling that that you could actually do something with a skeletal game structure like VX. as compared. Say, I say skeletal as compared to the newer versions. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. The, I mean, you I, know, I mean, so if you think awesome. about
0: it, it's it's much easier to you know manipulate things on a you know like a a skeletal type of system. I mean, you've got all the flexibility in the world. I know sometimes it seems counterintuitive to some folks. It's like, well, we don't have any options. Well, no, you have all the options at this point.
3: ultimate creativity with
0: uh, Fifth Edition or Pathfinder or some of those, they kind of have so many different intricate parts that sometimes if you try to change something, it has a domino effect and it kind of affects this and this and this where I can just change something to BX, and it really doesn't affect yeah. the rest of the system at all. Yes,
2: yeah, so. yeah. When you gave my guy my mage, because my thing was, I think my background, I had a bare-bones background, but he was a right. street mage because he was a poor orphan, and I think he grew up with goblins or something, and they taught him how to survive on the street. or It was like some something like that, right? Right, and
0: something like said,
2: that. And I I'm huh? going to search. I remember I said, I'm going to search the de- debris or room or something like that. And he mm-hmm. said, you know what, because you're a... Up an orphan, poor, and you had to like uh, hustle, loot, and scrounge and scavenge. You have the ability to, to have like a little bonus when you try to, you know, loot through things or search things or go through things quickly because you have to do it as a kid growing up, loot right. and run. I'm like, huh? But there's no rule for that, <laughs> you know. Right, in my right, head, I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, hey, this is interesting. He's just just rolling with whatever the hell and throwing in rules and but in my and the OCD, you know uh you know Mid maxers like, well, how is that balanced? how does Matt have things? Blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, just <laughs> shut up, close that part of your brain off, and fucking right. be of and go with the flow. You know, and that that's like, wow, this is like a world with a world to me. You know, that I never really thought could be cool, but it was. And it, and I think this is the world that the original guys played with back in you know Gary and the his group. You know, because there were no detailed rules. Obviously, he just made shit up right. as he went. You know, oh, I,
1: I think, and we're probably beaten a dead horse again but right i think i don't know about how you as a player operate joe but i can tell you my character sheet i very rarely throughout this entire campaign looked at my character sheet and that i think is the real line in the sand between old school thought of gaming and new school thought of gaming because when it, when Tim says, all right, the demon is floating in this room in front of you and fire and smoke and brimstone, what do you do if you're the kind of player that you immediately look to your character sheet and you're like, well, I can do this, I've got that, that'll let me do that? I don't think I ever did that. I mean, unless I tried everything and nothing worked and I was down to, well, shit, I have to use something on my character sheet. I think a lot of times I thought of – what i wanted him to do first and then how it fit Hmm. into the game mechanics not the other way and i think that's really the line in the sand you just i mean because how many times did you think of something to do that if you were like to try to break it down into new school gaming language you couldn't do it because there wasn't a defined uh modifier that you could look on page 37 and it says, well, if you do this, it's a plus two. That there, there doesn't exist. It's all Tim's rulings on our crazy ideas. Like, I mean, like, for example, tonight, tell me in 5e rules how I'm going to grab the holy water, run up to <laughs> the demon, jump on him, scurry up his chest because he's, what was he, like 12 foot tall or something,
3: yeah. and
1: grab onto his his collar pull the – uh. what did I say? I think I said uh, the great imbiber sends you back to hell and then yeah, pop yeah. the cork and then shove the holy water down his throat.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Is that a plus one or is that a plus two I roll? I mean, it's difficult, you know? Not that yeah, you can't yeah. do it in 5e. I'm not saying that, but I think it's a lot easier when, like, as you describe it, a skeletal rule system. It allows you a lot more flexibility within those black and white lines. So anyway, I'll shut yeah, up about – I mean, when text. I hit
2: him I- – I finally hit him with the dagger, and I'm like, because oh, it was a demon-killing dagger. It was the purpose of the quest. We went up, we got the dagger, we came back, and we finally fighting the demon that the dagger's there to kill. And I'm like, I, it took me five misses before I finally landed a shot. And I'm like, now that I hit him with it, I want to make sure I hold it in there. Tell me the rule in 5e or any system from Advanced First Edition on where there's a rule against 4 holding a dagger in somebody's chest and, and not coming out. There's no rule right? So <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that once it's in there, I'm not drawing it out. I'm. It's like every movie where you see the, the guy, the heroic moment where he finally jabs the sword in, and the longer he keeps the sword in the guy's chest, the more the guy crumbles and falls apart and dies. That's the, that's the cinematic heroic moment I was going for. There's no rule mm-hmm. for it, you know? But in, in the later editions, you would have tried to how to find a rule, and this one, I'm like, can I do it?
1: And, yeah, all right. Roll. <laughs> that's it. And now all the 5 <laughs> guys are rolling over going, uh, we would just wing it, two guys. So I, I know, know.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm not bashing 5e because I, you know, I, I, it's just, oh,
1: yeah,
0: it's just the, uh, you know, old school essentials. Just, you know, just right now, that's my, my favorite one and everything and, and uh, do enjoy it. So.
2: I'm not saying you can't do it in 5e. Obviously, none of us are because we've right. all played 5e. But the thing is, <laughs> it puts us, it, the 5e in the later games put you in a mindset, like Matt is saying, right. where you start by thinking of what is the mechanical thing. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get
0: that. Yeah. I do. I, I mean, I get that. And, it, and it's kind of, and that's the way it's built to do that. I mean, a lot yeah. of the, yeah. I mean, it's not just 5e because I mean, I think third edition was kind of built toward anytime oh, yeah. when you had a skill list, mm-hmm. was towards mm-hmm. that. I mean, even GURPS is like that in a way you know you you if you want to do something you got to have the skill or you you roll against the default or you know everything was listed and, and in Gerps, uh i think what is difficult sometimes is they have a rule for ev- they try to almost have a rule for every incident and like modifier so if you did try to do you try to hit in the mouth it's minus three if you do you climb up to the cell phone then you got to use your climbing and then you're minus three for that and, you know so um where you know old school essentials and then you can do a GURPS too, but it, the way the rules have it, you know, it, it it's just a lot easier to say, yeah, you, you can do that. I just had to make one roll, you you made fine and then you were in there.
1: So. Yeah, but I think the different good. game systems, when you have a more developed uh intricate game system, the players come expecting that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I'm absolutely. a player and I've read in the book that if I'm aiming for the guy's mouth, it's a it's a plus three or whatever. If you don't do that, not that the GM is cheating or, you know, is is screwing you out of something. But if they make a ruling instead of following that rule, it's it's a little bit harder to swallow than it is where in when we come to the table for an old school game. And wow, we've totally turned your campaign into a 5e versus old school discussion. Uh, You come to the table knowing that. I fully expect half the game to be Tim winging it and making up decisions on the fly. I, I accept that coming to the game, you know? So, anyway, yeah. come back next week. All we'll right, have guys. a 8 5e e discussion. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if I hate 5e e so much, why
0: do I have a whole freaking shelf pretty much dedicated to it? Huh? Okay. Uh,
1: you still, you still <laughs> derive inspiration. From those things, they still have, yes, they're they're and they're good books. I like reading them, I really do. They're, they're, they're good. I just ordered Expedition to Barrier Peaks today, it'll be here tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Oh man, I'm gonna have to get a copy that's at
2: that the big yeah. one that, that was a Goodman put out, the hardcover one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I got three. that. Yeah, number three, I got that the other day, here yeah. the other week ago, rather. All uh, right,
0: guys, let's wrap this up. We so we hey. followed the marathon gaming session with the marathon podcast. Yeah. Whoever the one single person who is listening,
1: all prize. right, we're gonna sign so off this day. Marvel anything? the no prize. Sorry. What's that? In Marvel, didn't they say you win the no prize in Marvel comics? You win the no prize. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, I, uh, I don't man. know.
0: I, I guess why I win the no prize because I didn't know about it. Apparently, right. like, <laughs> yeah,
3: but. <laughs> but uh, yeah
0: so we're gonna so this campaign comes to conclusion as does this podcast and uh i still have the giveaway going for matt jackson's new book on amazon it's called what is it matt dungeon master
1: uh book of cartography or something book of
0: cartography volume one and it's not done by matt jackson he's not the chubby chaser it's by (laughs) ms jackson (laughs) so you might have to tweak it because because Matt, there's like two Matt Jacksons writing dirty books out there, and Matt didn't want to have just a common name. Yeah, apparently.
3: So, all right,
0: guys, thanks for stopping in and listening. Uh, Roll better, me, and we'll talk soon.